We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. That's the whole That's challenge. the whole thing. Ah! Nine days in a row. It just it's just literally just changes the map and it changes the... <laughs> Welcome to the podcast, a show dedicated to talk about all the progress things in life, like music, content creation, and video games. I'm one of your co-hosts, Juicy Kazoom. Uh, And I am uh, your honorable Judge Veritas. Um, Yes. Court is now, court is now in session. Yes. (laughs) <laughs> what am I being Bro. tried for? Uh, being too sexy. <laughs> Bro, I just had, like, the biggest brain, like, legal, all the fucking law stuff that I've been, like, uh, just, like, soaking up. Downloading. Yeah, and I've been watching the, the fucking Amber Heard-Johnny Depp trial, like, all over again. Um, watching... Emily D. Baker, a YouTuber who is a former district attorney in California. Um, she uh, she does like basically react content okay. to like legal, to stuff. legal stuff. Okay. So I'm like watching her because I'm familiar with the case. Mm, but that it's fucking is it's a entertaining lot of as hell. Insight when she, yeah, yeah, that's fascinating. Yep. Um, and uh, was there was at one point Amber Heard's like lawyers were making some argument and he referenced like <laughs> if you look at the case like the Bose case blah 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 I'm like bro I know what that is and I fucking pull up it from my like archives uh-huh. the fucking reply to a special motion to strike of defendant twin galaxies from fucking the Billy Mitchell court case and the guy said Bose I'm like I know that case Whoa. And it's Bose Corp versus Consumers Union. And I'm like, yo, this is about the actual malice standard part of defamation. So public figures, okay. if you want to defame a public figure, not if you want to, but if you, yeah. in order to prove defamation of a public figure, there's a higher standard, <laughs> actual malice. And actual malice basically is like you're like you're lying and you know it, or you like, don't give a fuck whether it's true or not and you yeah. just spread it um and then i fucking listen to what he says and he's talking about the case talking about actual malice i'm like bro i got it 
Like, I fucking knew. Like, I knew it. Dude, this time next year, V's going to be like, all right, guys, I'm taking the bar next week. You know, I'm super yeah, excited. Dude. Fucking chat GPT all the way. Me and chat GPT. <laughs> you also hear about that whole chat GPT case. No. Some boneheaded lawyer effectively, like, <coughs> just straight up was like, had chat GPT do their homework and, like, copy pasted a bunch of like a bunch of responses yeah. that was effectively made up like chat gpt it was like it was like yeah. basically fi find me cases that support this particular thing and it was like sure in fucking smorgasbord versus jones and it just made it up yeah so then like the other lawyers like were like we couldn't find any of the cases that he quoted like they don't exist and he basically ended up being like yeah, sorry, I used ChatGPT. Dude. <laughs> it's crazy because, like, if you are going to go into the profession of becoming a lawyer, you kind of have to be a dude that's willing to do your own homework. You know what I mean? Like, your life, like, that's homework the job. You know what I mean? Like, lawyers are known as being ethical. Yeah, true. <laughs> but still. Yo, my, my dad, I, I'll, I'll, always, I'll always remember this. My dad basically was like, you can be whatever you want, son. You can do whatever you want to do, and I will be proud of you, and I'll support you as long as you're not a lawyer. <laughs> and Damn. Like, st I mean, obviously, he was, like, kidding, yeah, but, but not kidding. Yeah. Like, uh, <laughs> it's just, that's, like, the one thing that stuck with me. That's so My whole funny. life. Because I remember when I was little, I, for some reason, I went to my old man, and I'm like, Dad, I know what I want to be when I grow up. And he's like, oh, yeah, what? And I'm like a cab driver because I just figured they like, I always just saw people giving them cash and I'm like, they must ah, just, have so much cash. just like literally cash left and right. Yeah. And, and it must've so been funny. like movies or TV shows yeah, or something. Yeah. Like where the fuck do you, the, like you don't see that anymore. Obviously. That's so funny. Is that like the first thing you can remember wanting to be like, is that the earliest I want to be this when I grow up memory? My second one. Uh, my favorite book growing up as a kid uh, was called I Want to Be an Astronaut. Of course. Um, and it's the most, like, it's the most triggering book to read now as an adult because it has the earth. The, is flat. <laughs> it has, no, it has the cadence of like a poem or a yeah. song. Let me see. I need to pull it up because I want to read it. To, I, I need to read it to you like verbatim. Yeah. Can I? It's like <laughs> fucking 11 pages. Can someone just like show me in Google Images like what the pages are? It's like, I want to be an astronaut and fly up into space and go up in my spaceship. And then I do something that doesn't rhyme with space. And it's so oh, like, yeah, yeah. it has the cadence or, that it's going to rhyme. Or and like it, never it adds rhymes. too many syllables and it like doesn't hit the thing. Yeah. No, it's not even that. It, it has just, exactly the amount of syllables it needs. It's just like space and In shit. my truck. And it's like, <laughs> it's yeah, like, exactly. Oh, wait, what? I, re I, re I literally got it for my nephew. Because, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, this is my favorite book. And I and I was and I was reading through it and I was going like, wait, I don't remember this being so fucking bad. But like, <laughs> I want to be an astronaut, fly up into space, and wear my spacesuit and look down at Earth. It's like <laughs> Hello? What the fuck? Oh my god. Dude. Anyway. Mine was paleontologist. I remember being so proud that I could that I could 
Nerd I know alert. that I could pronounce the word and I just loved dinosaurs. Like when I, cause I, of course I just told my dad, like, I want to look at old dinosaurs. And then he was like, did they use that word in Jurassic Park? Probably. That's that probably where it came it. from. Honestly. Yeah. The timing matches there. Right. Of like, when, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was probably, I saw Jurassic Park super, but yeah, I want to be a paleontologist. I was the earliest, the earliest job I can remember wanting to have. That's pretty sick, actually. That's pretty sick. Now, oh, what the fuck was I going to say? I just blanked it. Oh, oh, I was going to say, um, <laughs> so many of those things have to be media related. Yeah, like I think so. You know, like what? what's a fucking obvious example? If you had said I wanted to be a fucking tornado chaser, you know what? Obviously, you know what oh, I would yeah. instantly say. You fucking watch Twister. Oh, yeah. You know, when you were like seven. <laughs> I mean, my son wants to be a garbage man. Because <laughs> of the, because of the blippy episode where they look at the garbage truck and how the arms move up and you know everything, he's like, "I want to be a garbage man, Dad." Dog, you know I don't have kids, so I'm not it's like you can do whatever you want. Anything after Rocco's Modern Life, I'm gonna miss the reference. Uh, well, I mean, just nowadays, there's it's just like freaking YouTube, blippy toys. Oh yeah, is that what that is? Is that well, is that the same blippy, blippy orange orange and blue like orange and blue hat bow tie thing? Or oh yeah, yeah yeah yeah. Blippy is an international sensation now. Huh? You want to yeah. know? You want to know a fun fact? You want to know a weird like a weird fact? You guys are you used to date? Uh, me and Blippy actually yeah used to date yeah no. <laughs> Well, <laughs> he's like he's like Steve from Blue's Clues, where he's actually like addicted to like okay. heroin or well, crack. Two fun facts, actually. So Blippy is now like literally international. I mean, like, hold on, let me started on YouTube, but like, he only has one million views in kids YouTube. That kids YouTube, he's failing. What is that? Uh, he's got twenty million subscribers, eighteen point eight million subscribers. Oh, I'm looking at Blippy Toys. He yeah, must have a yeah, his own yeah, yeah, main yeah, yeah, channel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh. Most popular, his most popular video is four years ago. It has 929 million views. I repeat, 929 million views. Okay. Okay, so that's Blippy. Uh, he's like Amazon has, uh, like Amazon Prime has done like specials with him. Netflix has done specials with him. He's in Roblox now. Anyways. He finally, like, was doing too many things. K-Swiss has a deal for... They do shoes with him. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, two fun facts. One, um, he finally hired somebody else that looks like him to basically just copy him and be another Blippy. Like, they don't... Like, he... They don't acknowledge it. Like, this other dude is also Blippy, and, like, they do all the stuff, and he does, like, live shows and, like, musicals and stuff. That second Blippy I grew up with. <laughs> like, I know this guy. You know the, the Blippy Doppelganger? I know Blippy Doppelganger. But the other fun fact is that the original Blippy, before he started Blippy, got into some hot water on the internet way back in the Harlem Shake days because he posted a video of doing the Harlem Shake and when um, the beat dropped, he took a dump on his friend's chest. On YouTube? Yeah. Wait, then, wait, wait, wait. Sorry. <laughs> Rewind. That was the same Blippy, the original Blippy. Yeah, that Bro, guy. You, what you just said is gonna get him canceled. Oh, it's it's like there's articles everywhere. Like that guy did that. Then he like got in trouble and took a break from the internet for a little bit, and then he came back as 
Blippy. And then once Blippy started taking off, that started circulating again. Yeah. I'm so glad. You know, like, you know, it's someone else is having a bad day when I'm glad I didn't shit on anybody in my <laughs> yeah. past. I'm like, God, thank God I didn't shit on anyone. Like, literally. I mean, figuratively, yes, but literally. Yeah. Yep. Like, no matter you know, how bad you have it, you don't have that looming over you. You know what I mean? You don't have that. Like, having I'm so glad I didn't have social media grips with the fact as, that you did that. Yeah. As a 13, 14, 15 year old, because I'm sure I probably would have. I probably would have. <laughs> I'm sure I did something. Tweeted some edgy shit that 100%. was. I mean, think about like real talk. Think about how many words you can't say now that are no longer a part of my vocabulary, yeah, of course, of but course. that were a part of every teenager's vocabulary in fucking 2002 or whatever. Yeah. All of the words that now, if you said, would get you canceled. That, you know, ignorant, ignorant fucking yeah, for sure. lord douchebag, everyone, Young, yeah. including me, me too. said. Me too, yeah. Ignorant. But, and like, but yeah. never, and, and, and here's the thing, it was like, language evolves yeah and it was like <laughs> it's one of those things like i don't know that any of my friends ever used any of the the bad words to mean what they literally ever yeah meant. they were they always meant something different For sure that like there were words that even recently someone was like you know that refers to that and i'm like yeah oh we didn't even know what they meant. It's just like young kids regurgitating random things you hear. You know what I mean? Completely yeah. ignorant of what any word means. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, man. A oh, you time. know what? And but we were we talking about... dump on anybody's chest, you know? I never shit... Well, not on the internet. <laughs> not on um, the truth. At least. <laughs> Asterisk. Um, we talked about on our Patreon, the, the oh. PP. Uh, Patreon.com slash the podcast pod. Yes, right. Yep, that's the one. <laughs> if you want more of this every week, or even just early access to these episodes, we get in a super secret. That's where we tell the the T. I believe is what the kids the say these days. Yeah. My wife is always like, well, my wife always says that now, mm -hmm. and I think you said that the other day. I feel oh, like, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, okay, thank God my wife taught we me what that means because <laughs> I I didn't know. Um. Mm -hmm. But uh, yep. but we, we were recently talking about Destiny, the streamer Destiny. Oh, yeah. And one of the... Th Dude, it's so fucking funny. I was, like, stressing out for days. Because one of the things I said was... I'm like, I have a feeling that he's oh, probably yeah. said some real ding-dong shit. I just... I'm like, I don't know why, but I have a feeling. I'm like, I know we get banned. I don't remember for what or whatever. Yeah, and yeah. I'm like, but everything I've seen... <laughs> he it's like that he is engaged in like good faith debates even though i don't disagree or sorry even though i don't agree with everything yeah you know whatever and then like i just walked like the last four videos i watched i was like ooh, <laughs> they were a little ooh, you're like oh, fuck. You're like, you know you like manifested it you're like this guy oh, somewhere God. out there's got something he's got to be embarrassed of and the internet was like allow me to introduce you 
Yeah. 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 So, so I, I will say that, you know, for everybody that watched that episode or that heard me say like, ah, oh, he hasn't said anything weird or questionable. <laughs> I, there are some things I, you know, I, uh, I take it know, back. I take it back. I, I, yeah, I, I would, I would tend to, to disagree with uh, again, not everything like, yeah. uh, you know, if someone, if, if you disagree with someone on one thing, the temptation in 2023 yeah. is to put everything in the trash can and just say like they're a terrible human being you know like whatever um first of all i don't care enough about any real individual people to warrant the effort that it would take to <laughs> mentally like yeah. you know but but um yeah most notably there was there was there was something about it was effectively like kind of casually talking about you know recommending people harm themselves and it was mm. just like nah dog like you're not right about that yeah like that that ain't good that ain't yeah. good at all uh so that's that's at least one thing i wanted to get out in front of that yeah not under <laughs> yeah honestly good a good idea good idea and just say it just i i've literally he has like a fucking thousand you know thousands of videos out there and i've watched like 11 of yeah. them yeah 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 you know yeah so, on and the patreon we like, were talking about how uh veritas is you know loving the new andrew tate stuff you know he's like he's like this guy I haven't. This guy hasn't said anything. I don't think on. I'm just. Kidding. This guy hasn't said anything. I disagree with, <laughs> whatsoever. Oh man. Ah, oh, fuck me. <clears throat> yep. So definitely go watch that episode. Oh Christ. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, as far as like topics for this week to talk about, we can blow blare through some of the Tarkov stuff. It's not a whole lot. We talked a little bit about the streamer challenge on the Patreon episode, but more about some of like the drama surrounding the beginnings of it. But let me tell you, the, the, I'm glad we did because there's no shortage of drama as the streamer challenge has commenced. <laughs> oh God, tell me all about it. I haven't. I I don't know. I anything will spill I... the tea. <laughs> so here's the deal, man. Um. So like we talked a little bit about. We talked a little bit on the, the Patreon episode about how, like, people, you know, the the original thing was people were just mad that, um, you know, some people, like, that were competing already had streamer items, you know, XYZ. We talked about that. But then we get into it, right? We get into the actual thing. It starts Monday. Streamer challenge. Uh, I think the way it works is, like, it starts at a specific time and ends at a specific time. But that window is longer than eight hours to accommodate for like people who live in different time zones or like other sides. So it's like a four. It's, I don't know exactly. Don't quote me. It's like a 14 hour zone, but you can only stream eight hours of the challenge. You know what I mean? So like whatever. So like. Well, here, well, I'll, I'll go through how you get points in this challenge. OK, so eliminate. So each each it's nine days because there's nine maps in Tarkov. Each day takes place on a different map. So literally everybody in the tournament is going to play on one or everyone in the challenge is going to play on the one map and they're going to try to get points so the day one was interchange <coughs> eliminate killer five points find a bitcoin and extract with it 10 points find a gpu two points eliminate scavs while using an smg <coughs> one point for each kill eliminate scavs on interchange one point for each kill so that would be two points per scav if kill you kill on it SMG. smg on interchange find a streamer item in raid and extract with it one point for each item. And then there's side quests, which are eliminate five rogues, which I don't 
you think they put rogues on there. I think that's just like a thing that's every day. And then, which is five points, and then survive five raids in a row is 10 points. Okay. Did you did you notice anything maybe missing from that list? Maybe eliminating a PMC? Oh. Or a uh. or a dog tag maybe? Okay. So What do you So everybody think? just went what, on dead servers? What do you think the vibe is 7 hours in on interchange where the most consistent way to get points is just kill scavs with an SMG? <laughs> You 100% hit the nail on the head. Immediately, immediately, <coughs> everybody was just picking like Japan 7, Columbia 9, you know, dead servers. Eight, 8 billion ping and they have streamer mode on, obviously, so you can't see the ping. Yeah. And that's it, how that works, right? With streamer mode, it, it hides the ping number. Maybe. I don't know. I know some people have little stuff, little like logos up in their top right to hide it. I don't know if streamer mode does it. Um but yeah, man, it like, it just literally like two hours into the challenge, it like hit everybody at the same time where they were like, wait, this is just farm scavs for eight hours. Because like the scavs are the most consistent ways to get streamer items. You get a point per scav. You, you go get... to the tech rooms and <laughs> the uh, the medical rooms yeah. and you get the fuck out. Exactly. You get another point for killing with an SMG and you get points for surviving raids in a row so it's like it's this oh is, so do they, do they all take the backpack exfil too yeah. probably they, so this is literally stems. the anti pvp event and it's hosted on public servers it's not private servers so like you have an entire subset of the player base just going these maps hunting streamers stream sniping Extract camping was at an all-time high, right? <laughs> and like every and every and then all the participants are just attempting to find the deadest servers to farm scavs. Literally, like two hours in, everybody was like, "This, this kind of sucks." <laughs> Honestly, the the moment that any of them screen cap them changing on the launcher their servers to auto. And hit play now, instantly. You're a giga chad. You have my utmost respect. Yeah, seriously, seriously. <laughs> so, so that was just kind of like a and and we. It's funny we talked about this on the streamer on the P Patreon episode, and this was before this. And I said the same thing, and I still hold the sentiment. I think it's awesome that they're doing this. I think it's awesome. Like my hope, even before this, like my hope was like Joe Schmo, twenty seven viewers. Like, I was hoping that that guy won. You know what I mean? Like, these are such good opportunities for, like... Is it over yet? No. It's nine okay. days long, so... But, like, before it started, I was like, dude, like, these are... Like, of course I want guys, like, I want some of the, my homies, like, you know, Trey is really going hard. It's like, I, I hope he gets... I want him to get a streamer item. He's a, he's a big streamer. He deserves it. But a part of me was hoping, like, Joe Schmo 27 viewers was just gonna, like, crush day after day. You know what I mean? Because it's like, that's... So it's like, I love that they're doing this. It's, it's a good opportunity for recognition for smaller streamers. I love that they didn't gatekeep it with, like, you had to have, you know, thousands of viewers. I think it's cool that they're adding... Like... I think the whole thing is awesome. I just think the con the content of the event was a swing and a miss because, like, it just 
you know, what is it? Like, what is Tarkov? You know, it's, it's, and, and, and I know like, of course, dude, I mean, there's been a, there's been like an underground movement of like, this is actually the perfect event for a hardcore, realistic milsim shooter. You wouldn't want to be like, dude, it's like crazy. But from the viewing perspective, everybody's like, this is boring. Resident, you know what I mean? Sleepers. Yeah. yeah. So. <laughs> oh, my good God. So dude. it is what it is. Right. But the thing is. And then. So the other thing is like things. A lot of takes have been flying around. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, yeah. So. So a few things. Literally two hours into the challenge. Wave one of tweets. I'm quitting this challenge. Like, I'm officially dropping out. Thank you, BSG, for the opportunity. Two hours in. And there's been a new wave every single day. Every single day. There's been a wave of, like, had a blast. Thank you for the opportunity. I'm bowing out. Every day, there's been a new wave. And the first wave happened. Another one bites dust. And and the first wave happened within hours, okay? Um. So there's been some takes that are floating around. Like one, somebody was like, they should have been on private servers. There's, and I understand that like you need a lot of people to fill private servers, right? Because it's like all over the world. But there were 1,500 participants and it's only one map per day. So like there's no reason. I actually was talking to, I was talking to somebody. I was like, it would actually be hilarious to like get in the challenge. The, the account you get an account with 25 million rubles, 25,000 USD and 25,000 euros. It'd be funny, especially because it's on public service to just hop on the challenge account and play all the other maps and just like on a free account, just like buy thermals and T sevens and just go crazy. Um, anyways, so if it had been on private servers, even though there was only one map, <coughs> PVP would have naturally emerged because Everybody in the raid is a participant. So when you hear so they're competitors, exactly. When you hear people killing scavs, not only is that your friend getting points, but it's points you can't get. So it's like there would have been a natural like, OK, I am actually going to go in hot and heavy. If I can wipe this lobby and then stay in, I'm going to kill all these scavs. Right. You know what I mean? Like, so so that's that would have been a natural thing. And then another really, um, really consistent um, piece of feedback is that eight hours was too long. Like, I mean, just like eight hours, nine days in a row of just farming scavs and avoiding PMCs at all costs. There is literally no reason to get engaged in a PvP fight. Whoa, okay, so wait, all of those rules that you said, is that every day it's just a different map? Every day is just a different map. Oh, so that's, I thought that was only one, it was no, only the one day. That's, that's the whole That's challenge. the whole thing. <laughs> nine days in a row. It just it's just literally just changes the map and it changes the <laughs> oh, fuck. Sorry. It, just, Scavs. it just changes the map and the weapon that you get extra points, you know, killing the scabs with. But none of the other rule set really changes. <laughs> so yeah. Or at least not that I've seen. You know, maybe there's maybe there's something. Because we're on day three. So it was uh well, bro, like, isn't <laughs> it was customs and then it was factory? Oh, we're on day four, and then today was woods. I think I don't remember, dude. I should tweet that I'm dropping out of the challenge. <laughs> You're like, all right, guys, <laughs> after after all this, I'm regretfully dropping out. Yeah. Uh, so, bro, then so like, but if you think about like, all, all the all the the every time they've ever done this, whether it was Twitch Rivals mm -hmm. or whether it was 
any of the other things that they've done that I can't <laughs> think of other yeah. than Twitch Rivals. But it's always been like well done in terms of yes. a lot of elements of it, yeah. except for this, like the bingo cards. Yes. Or, like the specifics <laughs> were just like, yes, eh. we're playing. Yeah. And once again, and that's why I mean, it's like there's there's not a lot of people, but that's why I think the, the feedback is so funny. It's like, anyways, I agree. It's like this, the game is like when you're doing a challenge like this, the type of people you're attracting to participate are the like try hard sweaties, whether it's 27 viewer Andy or landmark, right? Like they're, they're the guys that play a lot that that so to attract that group of people and then say, OK, don't do the thing you all want to do. You know what I mean? If, if they like they could have just done they like and, and this is kind of the content that you and me have said is such low hanging fruit. There could have just been a message from fence today saying like wh whoever kills the most scavs in the next 48 hours, I'm giving 10 million rubles. And it could have just been like, a, oh, like then everyone can participate and it's not a big thing and they get money and it's like whatever. But if you're going to say, hey, best of the best top tier, you guys come here, we're going to do a challenge. No PVP. You know what I mean? It's just like, it doesn't have to be all solely PVP. It doesn't have to be entirely PVP, but it's structured in a way where like avoiding PVP is honestly the best thing possible for you. Yeah. They need to, they, there really needs to be like a balance of things because you're never yeah. going to come up with a set of rules that even if you're the most in touch player in the world, you would never be able to come up with any one rule that everyone would like. Yeah. So that's why it's like you balance it around. Yep all kinds of different play styles. The longest amount of time spent in raid. Yeah. Getting a PMC kills versus the number of, you know, like, or the number of raids so that you actually can like exactly. sort of pick and choose what you want to do <laughs> rather or than have there be one clear meta. Or you're like, uh, I think tournament rules are fun when your strategy changes due to the position you're in. You know what I mean? If like, so like high risk, high reward if yes, you're behind. So like, exactly. So like, uh, you know, getting 10 survives in a row or five survives in a row, that's a great thing to have points for. And then PVP is a great thing to have points for. And then you might be in a situation where you got some PVP, your first, second, your third raid, but now you're like, I'm on three raids in a row. Should I push the PVP? If I do, I risk losing this. But if I hit it, but, and then you might be down bad, you might be behind and you go, I'm going to try and survive five raids in a row going mad aggro on PVP. Cause if I get both, if I get the PVP, the dog tags and the survives, that's going to how I clutch it up. But there's no clutching happening in this rule set because it's just like I, I've been asleep farming scavs and, you know, Hyper just has 300 more scavs than me. I can't risk it all to clutch up that deficit. You exactly. know, like there's a, there's effectively a hard <laughs> cap on the points per hour any individual person can get. Pretty much. Um, so if you fall behind then i mean you you uh, unless someone's internet goes out or something you're kind of fucked yeah. they really need to design these events they need to balance them like you would balance other things in a game yeah where there's choices and there's risk reward yeah. where there's multiple play styles but <laughs> yeah so once again it's like I, I think it's so cool that they did it i'm just so sad that it ended up being this way and just like yeah the 8 hours it was just a long time to sit on one map with one objective, which is farm scavs. You know what I mean? Um, <coughs> and somebody said this in chat, and I completely agree. Tarkov's format is just hard to make a competition for. I completely agree, right? Like, there's too many, A, bugs. You know what I mean? Because, like, 
I almost said earlier. And the thing about this is that like the AI are like the most toxic thing to deal with in the game. But before I even said that, I was like, yeah, but if they made it a PvP event, then everybody would be, you know, it would like desync and stuff like that. So there's, so you're right. There's nothing. <laughs> like it's a hard, it's a hard game to make tournaments around. But I think the fact that they are means we're allowed to criticize it. You know what I mean? I'm allowed to have critical feedback because I didn't say that they should do this event. They did. And it's like, hey, if we're going to do this, maybe we should, you know, take some feedback for it. Uh, I think, I think just too long is like, ooh. Um, mm -hmm. And then, <laughs> public servers. Uh, I mean, just the fact that you can like, yeah, I don't know. The whole server swapping thing is crazy to me. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't even know if this is a hot take, but I don't even like, I don't even know why we can select our own servers in this game. Like, my, my guess is that, um, is that a lot of it has to do, well, there's, there's, I think two pieces. One is like, I know at least in the past, they had like issues with some servers where yeah. it's like they it's almost like they're giving you a a way to get around their own issues their own bugs right yeah. like they give you more freedom to you know get yeah, around those types of things if for some reason these servers are all fucked up or or if your connection to one particular server is really bad or something yeah. but so that's part of it the other part of it is like all of the people that um see it, it's so hard to talk about because there are people who legitimately are in shitty situations that shouldn't be right like for sure Ghost freak was in you know fucking south yeah. africa and it was like you 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 can't get into games or it's always just the same fucking stream sniper or cheater in every single game over and over and over again yeah um you know like having the ability to that's kind of adjacent to ping limit stuff yeah. also. But then you have the people who explicitly abuse it, which yeah. it and, just sucks. And, and the thing is, is that like any system will be abused, right? I'm not saying that like, they, I'm not saying it would be simple to make no, you know, nobody abused. But like, I I, uh, I think Desmond or somebody has said this in the past and I, and I don't under, I don't know, I don't know why this system wouldn't be better where it's like, there's no ping limit. You can like, you can't select your servers, but if my friend invites me, I can join his game, right? Like if, 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 um, somebody from the UK, like if, if we want to play and I want to say, okay, I'm going to be at that, you know, crazy ping advantage, disadvantage, depending on the situation. Right. Then like, I can accept that and he can invite me and I can go. So it's not like a ping limit, but, I, but like as a solo player, I shouldn't be able to just constantly rotate my servers for like, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm crazy. Maybe there's something I'm not missing. Yeah, for sure. I guess bigger streamers with stream sniping, if they can constantly rotate one server at a time, that helps a lot with stream sniping. You know what I mean? But but I don't know. I just... Uh, yeah, I mean, if, if it seems like if most of the abuse happens, it feels like most of the abuse happens when solo players like specifically go to high ping servers or like dead servers. And it seems like most of the um, frustration happens when friends can't play together. And it's like, so what if we flip it? What if it's like, as a solo, you can't sweep your server, but if me and my friend want to play together, we can. You, you could make the argument that the guy, the solo that tried to do that could, you know, get a friend to invite him, but A, it doubles the amount of work for him, so that might not happen as much. Like... And then the people that just want to have fun can have fun. 
Yeah. D- does that, you know what I mean? Like, I guess my question would be, would that result in more frustration or less frustration? And I feel like, would there be people who abuse the system and still go to high ping servers? Yes. But my gut tells me it would be less of those people and more people that just want to play with their friends would be able to play with their friends. Yeah. It's, and I mean, maybe it's, there's something I'm missing. Maybe there's something I'm missing. No, I mean, you're not wrong. It, it is one of those things that's like an unanswerable question because yeah. we don't know. Like, there's multiple reasons why people do it. Some of them are more nefarious than others. Some True. of them are more kind of like shitty or yeah. they feel exploitative in a way. Like, yeah. like, I'll always remember when for a long time I was really <laughs> frustrated with what, like, within the six months window like my last six months of playing before I basically like have taken a long break. I was, I was just really frustrated with like the gameplay loop and making money. Yeah. And a bunch of people were like, look at streamer X, Y, and Z. They have so much money. They have so much money. Why don't you talk to them? And all of them in DMS privately said, go to this server. And they all had three different servers in three different regions, which was funny. Yep. Um, go to this server. It's totally dead. You'll see less PMCs. And it's like these, you know, so everyone was saying these guys are gods at the game and they're really good at PVP. Yeah. Ask them how you make the money. And the answer was effectively, oh, I I avoid PVP. PVP is the least amount of problem. And you're not Um, saying those guys are bad. You're saying it's interesting that the the disconnect, the cognitive disconnect between they have X amount of ruble. They, you know, from a viewer perspective, look at all those rules they have. They're insane at the game. And then by their own admission, it's like, oh, yeah, if you want a ton of money, man, just go to these servers, avoid PvP at all costs, go to this map. There's money everywhere. That disconnect is funny. It's not even to say that those are bad players. Those players, a lot of those guys can smoke me left, right, and center. But it's just funny that that's the thing. And that's what I'm saying is like it's it's. And that goes along, that goes into the, that folds into the conversation we've had many times where like this sentence can be true in Escape from Tarkov. Making money is super easy unless it isn't. Like we talk about that all the time. Farming rogues is super easy unless it isn't. Like if you're new to the game and I say, oh, there's money everywhere on streets, like you're going to die every raid, right? You're on auto servers, you're playing prime time, you're new to the game, you don't have a lot of knowledge, you're never going to make a billion rubles. But if you asked me, when people ask me, I'm not going to throw any streamer, when you ask me, I have 97 million rubles right now. When you ask me, and I get asked so many times a day, how you make your money? I say play streets, man, there's money everywhere. But there's so much like now I don't select some specific servers. I literally have like every single East Coast server. But I might even be on auto. If not, I'm on every single East Coast server. Um, so it's like I don't go to the one server thing, but it, that, that just folds into the conversation. where like making money or all these things that are easy in Tarkov to so many people. It's like but there's there might be a barrier of knowledge that it's like, how would Johnny Pants? 69 know that you know columbia 12 is the dead server at his time slot and if he goes there he can make 10 times more money it's like you know what i mean i don't know (laughs) but anyways that was like a huge uh the 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 server thing yeah so that was like absolutely happening that that was like that was like surface level drama people are like oh i'm gonna go to this server and hope for less people like that was everybody knew everybody was doing that i just had an idea real quick okay on the server thing before we move oh, on. oh yeah 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 um 
back in the day, one of my favorite elements of Tarkov was just like part of it was how dead it was. Yeah. Like it wasn't dead, dead, but like it just felt a lot more almost Daisy esque where, <laughs> yeah. you know, dude, it, back in the day, it, it wasn't just like spawn fight after. Well, there was there was a period where, yeah. you know, it was like boiler customs. You you spawn in touching a three man, yeah. you know, with an arm's distance. But, <laughs> but for the most part, um, things were much quieter. Things were much slower and a little bit more desolate. And I almost feel like imagine if they made it so that you could play with your friends and it was auto server under the covers. There was no way to yeah. change anything. And the queuing system was a lot quicker, meaning that like the train would come every minute and yeah. it leaves no matter how many people are on the train rather than waiting for half the train. Oh yeah. So yeah. You'd end up with you would, the queue times would be slower now, but there would be less people in the raids, yeah. which pop in pvp yeah uh, unless you know unless you know there were a lot of people playing in your region or whatever yeah um but just like in general i think it would slow it down a little bit in yeah. terms of how many people there would be in each individual raid yeah um which given how dog shit tarkov is yeah because it's also one I of mean, those things like I mean, that's an interesting conversation to have, right? I don't know, like, you know, none of us, <laughs> like you said, none of us have the answer, but that'd be an interesting conversation to have. I'd love to, like, get a bunch of PvP chats together because there's there's two sides of... They would hate, they would hate this. Not necessarily. I, not necessarily, because there's okay. two types of PvP. There's quantity of PvP and there's quality of PvP. If 50% yeah. of your raids you spawn in, run seven feet and get headshot, and in the other 50% of your raids, you run, spawn in, run seven feet, turn, and headshot somebody. That's a lot of PvP. And some people might think, the PvP chads love that. There's so much PvP. But that's not quality PvP. It doesn't feel good to get the headshot, and it doesn't feel good to get headshot. Neither of, like, when I spawn in on reserve or on streets, and I run and I look to the left, and I go, there's a Timmy, or even there's a Chad. I spawned, this happened just the other day, dude, spawn in, look to the left, and he ended up coming in chat. He was like, I just paused your stream, man, and he was like super chill. But literally, we both spawned, we both looked down, we both shot at each other, I just hit. I, I didn't feel great about that. Mm -hmm. So, like, I, I would wonder if the PvP chads would actually be okay with, like, 10% less players, 15% less players in the raids, because it, it would add a smidge more dynamism to, like, the the first fight might not happen, but there's still enough players that fights are happening and they're yeah, happening it, in let, different spots, which allows yeah. for the potential of a bit more quality of PvP. Let the raid cook before you serve for it. Two please. minutes. Yes, please. Two <laughs> minutes. Yeah. So like I'm not saying like there might be people listening that are PvP chats, but oh I hate that. Like that, but I but I I don't think it's as black and white. Like I do think no, that some of the I, PvP I, chads might be like, you know what? I would kind of get down with that, you know? So here's the thing. Here's the thing. For I, I would say the vast majority of the players, you know, we're not talking about PvP, Chad, you know, whatever. <laughs> yeah. We're talking about, like, the everyman. They, they probably make up 70, 80% yeah. of the player base. They are doing quests. They want to be immersed. Yeah. They want to be able to run around and to be able to, like, take it slow be careful yeah loot 
they want to be able to pull up their map. They want to be, you know, like yeah. slow, immersive. Let me do my shit. Let me play the game. Yeah. Even if like, again, I don't know about anybody else, <laughs> but uh, being in a dead raid is better than being dead. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because you're fucking yeah. playing. I would say the like game. yeah, eighty percent of people would agree with you. Yeah, 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 for sure. Um, so in terms of the gameplay to like level forty or level fifty, for most people, I think like less people in each raid would be yeah. a more enjoyable experience because mm -hmm. you're it's that much less. You're gonna get owned by someone with better shit that yeah. outplays you, or you'll get cucked by sound or it just gives it the, the the game some room to fucking breathe. And I really only think it would like you wouldn't have to do a lot less. You wouldn't change streets from 18 to 10 people like <clears throat> I think 18 to 16 or 15 would make that difference. There's one less team, which means this team can spawn over here. You know what I mean? Like the spawn system suffers when every spawn has to be filled every spawn region. Because then it's predictable. I spawn here. I look there. I know they're boom, dead. But it's like if there's one less team and then that means everybody's spawn can be spread out a little bit. And that means in the first 30 seconds of a raid, not everything's, you know, that can change how a raid feels for sure. So, I mean, what, it'd be, I mean it'd be look fascinating. At it, look at it this way, too. Really what we're talking about, the people who would be upset are the ones that are like level 72 and yeah. they just go in. They auto insta grab all the meta shit and they're just on autopilot and they go kill things. They get out. It's all about just like, yeah, churn and burn money, money, you know, fight, whatever. Those people are going to go play arena. Yeah. Let's fucking pump the brakes on escape from Tarkov. Make it more like it was yeah. slow, tactical and empty <laughs> because the empty it's like, it's like the contrast yeah. is what's meaningful. Tarkov is great when it's, when it goes zero to 60. Yeah much fewer percentage of the time yeah. because you know like you're not always at high alert yeah. right you're like you can kind of chill out and and do you know be slow be tactical go loot some things you actually have a chance to like go into marked room open up marked room and not have 19 people all insta coming in every yeah. doorway all fighting at the same time yeah and it's funny because really, I really think that most of the PvP chads, I don't want to speak for anybody, would like kind of get down with that because the other thing the other thing you think is that like if you're a giga chad giga sweat you know what i mean your frustration right now isn't necessarily maybe that you're like running into pvp too quickly but your frustration is probably that you just can't you can't catch a break you can't get out of a raid you found net code you kill a guy you kill a guy or a team, you're trying to loot them and then another team rolls up. So then you kill and then player scavs roll up. And it's like you can't there's no there's no breath anymore in Tarkov. You know what I mean? Like there's no mm -hmm. there, if you play streets, if you play lighthouse, if you play reserve, there's no time to breathe. You barely have time to loot. You can never revel in a victory. If you solo a four man and you want to be like, okay, I'm going to ditch my armor. I want their armor. Dude, there's another team on you. There's another team on you. There's a dude waiting on your way out. There's player scouts. There's player scouts. There's player scouts. And it's like every raid recently, I feel like I'm leaving 80% of the loot behind. I fill my backpack with what I can fill as quick as possible. And I'm out of there, dude, because there, you can't catch your breath. So it might benefit both sides of the spectrum. Honestly, you know what yep. I mean? Like if you're a Giga Chad, you might have to run in 11 more seconds before you run into a team. 
And you might not like that, but you might enjoy the back end of if you wipe a five man, that's more of a percentage of the total PMCs in the map that gives you some freaking breathing room. You know what I mean? Nobody's really people. That's enough to fill your entire everything. And nobody's really like not that I see going for like crazy high kill. Like there aren't that many people out there being like, I want 10 PMC kills this raid. It's just you kill a team or two and then you have more than enough loot. So you leave. So allowing for some breathing room on the front and the middle and the back end if there were slightly less pmcs in a raid i feel like that would honestly benefit all parties you would have slightly more of a chance to get away from a fight if you were a casual player and you didn't want to fight you would have slightly more of a chance to take a breath if you're a giga chad slayer and you want to min max your loot at the end of a fight win-win I don't know. Let us know in the comments if there's uh, <coughs> something we're missing here. Oh, God damn, dude. <coughs> I want... Make a video on it, Veritas. You won't. No, I'm just kidding. You are fucking right. <laughs> I won't. But, dude, I just... I just remember, like, it's, I've got such fucking nostalgia for... There's, like, two two, like, scenes in my head that I've got such nostalgia for. And it was like rolling into the front of dorms. Yeah. And like not having any idea if anybody's there. <clears throat> yeah. But this was before Scav Boss. Yeah. And and just being like like literally horrified, looking down the hallways, like whatever. You've got you've got time to like clear everything. Um you could fucking hit marked room. You could take your time. It wasn't yep. like, it wasn't like, oh, I got this spawn. I can go marked room now. Yeah. And then even if you're the first one, you open up marked room, <laughs> you grab your stuff. You already hear clunk, clunk, clunk. Someone coming up the Dude, stairs at yeah. the opposite side. And now you're pinned. You got to go out the back, jump yeah. off the thing, break your legs. It, it, that and rolling up on um, lumber mill at yeah. Woods. Just... Bro, walking through Lumber Mill was what you did every raid. Yeah. It's a death sentence with fucking Sturman and <laughs> yeah. everyone else because yeah. everybody's got 700x optics and Sturman yeah. is aimbot. So I, I I I still I'm now I'm even more tempted to go back, watch my old fucking uh, I've been meaning to do this. Maybe I should. I don't know. I got to figure out if I want to, but go back and literally do one video where I react and watch all my old videos. Yeah. And just to show people like what the game was like then, because there are still yeah. a lot of people that have never seen it. They might have seen sure. my Is Tarkov going in the wrong direction, but even that was just there. I had some kill montages and stuff. Yeah. But, but like just seeing me standing at the top of like the ridge that overlooks Lumber Mill yeah. with a an SKS with iron sights going pop. Yeah. Pop. Yep. Pop at a scav, and the scav like goes prone and is like looking around. And I'm not dead, you know. And I'm just like <laughs> Wait, lining what? up the shots and everything. Yeah. Uh oh, Jesse's froze. Oh God, he turned into a robot. Can you hear he... me? <laughs> that was horrifying. Can you hear me? I can hear you perfectly. Yeah, but Am you're I a back? JPEG. Oh no, oh. I'm still a JPEG. Oh, you're getting there. You're good. All right. Um, um, but yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, and then like having the fucking sun go down 
And you like your biggest your biggest worry in a raid like that was shit. Am I going to be able to get to the exfil before the sun goes out? Yeah, like, the yeah, sun yeah. goes down. It was a different vibe, <laughs> yeah, dude. It was a different vibe. And and I really don't like. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, we whatever. Yeah, of, like I agree. It's interesting. I think uh, <laughs> I think there's interesting conversations to have there. Um, I think like. It's it's funny because if you listen to the podcast, like like so, if you're like you know you, you know quote unquote average Twitch chatter, if you listen to the podcast, you think you, you'd probably only listen to the podcast. You'd probably think I'm a like back in my day, Andy. I want I just want to sit and I want to lay down and when I want to snipe and I want to just do nothing. But if you watch my gameplay, you know what I mean. I lost 10 million rubles last week because I literally just spawn SJ6 shift W to PVP and basically win 50% of the time because I'm not that great, but I I love the PVP. So I represent both sides of the spectrum so frequently. And I really think there'd be an interesting conversation to like this concept of slowing the raids down doesn't make PVP less, you know, it's funny because what's the, what's the one thing the giga chads, well, you wouldn't know because you're not like super immersed in the community right now, but like the one word that's being circulated from the top, the 1% that are saying like changes need to happen because PVP is not rewarding. Of course, now there's a lot of ways you can go there. There's a lot of economical changes that need to happen. And there's a lot of people and a lot of theories and a lot of people that disagree. I don't want to go down that. But the thing is like, it doesn't feel rewarding. I think a part of that is because like how churn and burn it is. You know what I mean? Like back back in the day, you couldn't lose 10 million rubles in one day because you couldn't play enough raids to lose 10 million rubles in one day. But now you can. You spawn, die, spawn, die, spawn, die. Spawn. It's just like it's so much quicker. It's so much faster. And so uh, it, it I really think there's an interesting conversation and an interesting perspective there where, of course, there's going to be a group of people that wouldn't like that because they really just want that adrenaline-fueled PvP, and they actually have they something... They have arena. So they have something off. coming. But I actually think that there's a lot... Because it's funny, because w the conversation we just had was that some percentage of these people that the, that, that, that the community considers PvP chads, some percentage of them, their advice is play dead servers. So I feel like those PvP chad giga chads probably wouldn't mind slower raids. You know what I mean? They're doing that they to themselves like, they like anyway. Farming. Yeah, they like farming in very. There's something about the plate. Like that's why people like ARPGs. That's why I play yeah. Diablo. You go in, you do a fucking dungeon, you kill all the things, you grab all the shit, you get out, you rinse and number repeat. go up. That's good. That's fun. And so like. So, of course, I think there'd be people that wouldn't like that. And if, and I think that those people would really love Arena. But I actually think more, I think if given a proper time to think about it, more PvP-related people than you one might think would actually be on board with that. Because there'd be a, one element there of, like, making it more rewarding because it's not as predictable and it's a little bit more intense as a result of that. Like you said, you know, I don't know if somebody's here, X, Y, Z. Um, and then I also think it would benefit, obviously, more casual players, right? Because there's there's a little bit less of that just, like, knowledge deficiency where these people... I just have the spawns memorized. And if you don't, I will win. It's not even... You might be a better shot than me. But if you're learning streets and, I, and you're playing against me on streets and we spawn next to each other, I probably kill you not because I'm better than you. Because I know... Look, I literally can spawn and I know exactly where to scope in. And if I hit my shot, I just kill you. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that... Yeah. I'm not better than you because of that. I've just played streets more. You know what I mean? So so I think it would end up being valuable to more casual players as well because they would. 
do stuff in their raids. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I really do. Someone said something in chat. They said, I don't need eight fights in a raid. Two or three good fights is fine. 100%. Um, After two I mean, or three good fights, I'm actively avoiding the rest of the fights in the raid. I don't want any yeah, more exactly. fights. exactly. See, that's the thing. And, and that's, you know, back in the day, it was like two fights in a raid was like, holy shit, that was the craziest raid I've ever had. It yeah. was almost always you'd get in one fight and that there was probably one other one yeah. or two other squads and half of like one of them died to scavs and the other one just is nowhere near to come to the gunfire so yeah. you, you know yeah. but when there's 15 people there's always someone within a 30 second jog yeah. Yeah. of every gunfire in the game that's an interesting point too where like having to chase down audio means that by the time you arrive at where that audio is, people could be in a different place. And that makes it intense because you're like, okay, where did they go? But yeah, you're right. Literally, there is always somebody within almost grenade throwing distance from a fight. Um, and and it's funny because, yeah, I mean, it's like, it's classic. Somebody was like, but how can, how can people want quiet raids early wipe? And it's just like, it's the how, wait wait. It's, someone asked that. Yeah. That's, how can people that, want? That's how, you pro, that's how you progress and you build up well, your fucking and and it's just the classic like nest egg. It's the classic thing. So somebody was hitting me with this the other day. Is that 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 logic is the same logic of uh, we were talking about scavs the other day. I hit a I hit a cultist three times in the head and then he hit me once and aim punched me up and we did this and he hit me with the we were talking about the AI and he was like I don't want this game to be caught and that's the same logic. It's there is. One degree separating dead raids and what we have. And I don't subscribe to that. There's 100 degrees. And what we're saying is, can we turn the temperature down from 100 to 80? And what you're saying is, you want dead raids? You know what I mean? It's like, turning the temperature down a scotch would add some of these benefits, but they wouldn't be dead raids. It would just be harder to literally grenade spam a third party a fight because everyone's so close to each other. So that's what we're talking about. We're not saying dead raids. We're not saying completely quiet raids. We're not saying no PvP. It's, and I understand people, you know, and, and, and to give the benefit of the doubt to the chatter is I understand why people don't think that way because BSG doesn't balance that way which we're actually going to talk about in a little bit here with another thing that happened. BSG kind of swings that pendulum one way or the other, but <clears throat> it's the same thing I'm asking for with AI, dude. Like, oh, I don't want this game to be Call of Duty. Oh, I don't, I don't want stupid AI. It's like, dude, if you don't think that there's an eternal, eternal amount of space between what that is and what we have now, you're out of your mind. You're just not being honest with yourself. You know what I mean? Um. Bro, sealable bag just said he made the best point ever. He said, back in the day, there were less fights, but the ability to bring out anything you want because there was no weight system versus now more fights and a limited ability to bring out oh. the loot. So so what you have is you used to be able to kill two or three people and then as many scavs as you want and loot the map and yeah. take everything that you could come across yeah. out with you, plus like a bunch of backpacks. You'd have time to stack bags and all that. I can't even imagine like playing now and then having 17 fucking yeah you know pilgrims <laughs> yeah you know like you would you just wouldn't have time that would get you killed yeah um versus now you get in one fight with a duo eight seconds in and you have to leave <laughs> yeah because there's no reason to be in the fight because you're not going to increase your average fucking value per slot any more than you have now yeah. with a bunch of magazines stims grenades 
and you know a, a couple of fucking you know yeah. a set of armor or, or a gun or whatever so it just god fuck yep yeah so yeah so it's just like it's there's there is more than one degree separating <laughs> what we have and everybody's worst fears and i just wish more people would understand that or take a second <coughs> to uh to do that cuz uh <clears throat> yeah i don't know that was a that was a funny situation we were talking about uh, the ai thing we i died to some like super bull crap we were talking about it and he hit me with the like you know, I don't want it to be caught. And I, I said the same thing. I was like, dude, there's a there's a thousand degrees between and I want him to change a little bit. And he hit me with a slippery slope. <laughs> and I was like, dude, I was like, I don't want to. I'm pretty sure I was like, I don't want to talk to you anymore. <laughs> I think I said that to him. And then he hit me with. Uh, um, he was like. He said, I agree. Scavs need to be tuned. But, like, shame on you for asking a question and not wanting the answer. That was his, that was his like, final message. And I was like, wait. I said, I want scabs to be tuned. You said, I don't want them to be overtuned. I said, I only want them tuned a little bit. You said, that's a slippery slope. I said, I don't like talking with you. You said, scabs need to be tuned. But I'm a baby for asking a question, not wanting the answer. I was like, is that the conversation that we just had? It was fascinating. It was honestly, like comments on the post yeah we need, we it was it was like a it was like a psychology lesson right there i was like uh, my brain was frying <clears throat> anyway bro if okay like the second amendment of the united <laughs> states if you don't allow me to own a literal apache helicopter yeah with nuclear missiles on it i have become a slave to the tyranny of the government tomorrow yeah yes but then ending that conversation don't, don't with tread on my helicopter. But then ending punctuating that conversation with like, but I agree that the gun laws need to be changed a little bit. I was yeah, like, like, I was like, what? I was like, dude. But I, but I you agree just that like said I, what I said. Yeah, dude. It's almost like people overreact and argue in bad faith against straw men. Yeah. And then when they realize it, kind of have to double down and then pretend like they're the reasonable ones. Straw man. Well, uh, there's more streamer challenge things I want to get to. But before we do, I want to take a second and thank the sponsor for this episode of the podcast. And that is HelloFresh. With HelloFresh, hey you get, hey there, fresh. You get farm fresh, pre-portioned ingredients and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. Skip the trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. That's why it's America's number one meal kit. Today, I had epic nacho mac and cheese, and it was delicious. Bro, I didn't know they had that. It was delicious. I See, I didn't have anything at all today, actually. <laughs> I haven't even eaten, which is not good, because my wife went to the office and worked. But yesterday, I had the brown sugar... Uh, what was it? The brown sugar... Bourbon pork meatloaf. Yeah, 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 pork. Yeah, I know what you're talking about, bro. Oh my good god, sweet nectar. That's like one of those things that I just wanna. I wanna eat it every day, and I would eat it every day for like a month. Yeah, um, it's so good. And 
I'm just, I've still been healthy, still been going to the gym. Nice. And honestly, it would be a massive uh, a massive waste of time and effort if I wasn't actually eating good, healthy food. Yep. Uh, yep. Not overeating, you know, eating no shortage of. a little bit of everything. You got veggies, you got carbs, you got meat. It's great. The holiday season is coming and it gets busy. Hell, uh, HelloFresh has like 15 minute meals. They have super quick meals. You can choose between over 45 weekly recipes. You can choose <coughs> if you want, you know, keto friendly, you know, protein plus. If you want 15 minute meals, if you just want a little bit of everything, there's tons to choose from. Extremely customizable um, with how many you get per week, how often you do it. You know, you want to take a week off. You want to do more this week. You want to do less this week. It's super convenient, super hassle-free. I also feel better not throwing away a bunch of food. I need some cilantro for the guac I'm going to make, and I have to buy a bushel full, right? And then I make my guac, and then what do I do? I This sits in the fridge for three weeks, and I throw it away, right? So you just get exactly what you need for everything, which is pretty awesome. Uh, Bro, they also oh, my God. I, let, me, let me read a couple of these things on the menu real quick. White cheddar crunch burger. Stop. Italian beef stuffed peppers. Yep. Crispy buffalo spiced chicken. Yeah. Dude, this all looks incredible. I'm so hungry, actually, now. The chicken and pepper enchiladas. Dude, it's oh so God. good. They have uh, over 100 weekly curated picks from their HelloFresh market where you can do, like, appetizers or breakfasts or other pre-portioned meals. Um, it's pretty great. It's pretty great. You want to know what else is great? Our new, the new updated promo you can go to hellofresh.com slash podcast free and use code podcast free for free breakfast for life one breakfast item per box as long as your subscription is active that is a free breakfast for life at hellofresh.com slash podcast free with code podcast free that's actually news to me i did not even know that <laughs> literally every box they give you a free breakfast breakfast item for as long as you have your subscription app active. And that's why HelloFresh is America's number one meal kit. Thank you so much, HelloFresh, for sponsoring this episode. Veritas's mind is blown. I'm actually pissed, dude. I need to I need to get me some of that. I haven't I haven't had any of their breakfast stuff yet. And actually Yeah, actually, like, neither have I. And looks breakfast so good. I would I want that because I don't yeah. I, I never eat anything for, every for meal. breakfast. I eat, I eat breakfast for every meal. Like, really? I'll have waffles for dinner. and yeah. I, don't I mean, I should eat breakfast for dinner more often because I don't eat breakfast. I love breakfast food, but I'm never hungry in the morning. So it's like... That's the most important meal of the day, <laughs> Jessica. I know. My favorite breakfast is like Waffle House 1 a.m. with the boys. I have been to Waffle House once in my life, and I have to tell oh, you... what. It was delicious. They don't, have, they don't have Waffle House around here, but okay. I stopped when I drove down to, to Nolens with my sister. Nolens, which was the worst. I don't. Know, I think I, I feel like I've talked about this recently. It was so, a twenty-four yeah. hour drive and with her Scion TC. Woof. That that had like an entire house worth of like everything <laughs> stuffed in there somehow. Yeah. With my fucking sister, like, oh my god, I want to blow my. Anyway, <laughs> uh, fucking, we stopped at Waffle House, and I've never felt so uncomfortable in a restaurant my entire life yeah dude. that's part of the charm it was like it was like <laughs> did, did they have like denny's yeah near? yeah it was like denny's was on meth run by yeah. people on crack yeah 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 
If you're not worried that an actual fist fight is about to break out between staff and the customers, then you're not doing it right. Like, I was worried there was, like, blood on my plate that wasn't from anything that should have been. That's just ketchup, bro. I don't know, man. I don't know, Dude, man. Waffle House. But, like, Waffle House with the sun up is, like, a sin, bro. It's just, it's that 1 a.m. vibe, dude. That's like Denny's. Yeah. 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 You don't, I, yeah. I haven't gone to Denny's sober before yeah. 10, 10 p.m. Exactly. In, well, actually, last time I went to Denny's, they still had a smoking section. Yo. <laughs> How fucking old am I? That's, e you're either 70 or like Denny's is like crazy. <laughs> when did Denny's get rid of smoking section it was probably 1997 the smoking section at denny's with your friends at 2 a.m on reddit gen x wow <laughs> is that what we are are we gen x <laughs> i don't know i, I don't know millen millennials now, millennials right right yeah. what's what's gen x i, I don't now. know wait no i feel like i think gen, gen x, x is between millennial? millennial and baby boomer I think oh, like Boomer so like became if you're like forty now. You were you were like forty five. Yeah, yeah. You were a Gen Xer. Yeah, but but like Boomer just became like if you're old, you're a Boomer. You know what I mean? Like I call myself a Boomer. Gen X just got like assimilated into Boomer. They were children in the seventies and eighties. Yeah, so they were being born from sixty five to eighty. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay, so well, yeah, it, it makes sense that Gen Xers would have been like, you know older yeah. enough to probably have a lot more years where they'd remember the smoking section. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Towers of Creamers while shaking one or two. Jesus Christ, dude. Now I need to... There's a <laughs> Gen X Reddit? Of course. God almighty. That's like basically Facebook now. Yeah. Well, the boomers inhabited Facebook. They took it over. The Literally, the only time I'm involved in Facebook is when my grandmother wants to start a group chat for, like, who's coming over for Thanksgiving? That's what Facebook is used for. <laughs> this is the world we live in. And just yeah. wait. They're coming for Twitter. They're coming oh, for yeah, Instagram. Yep. Yep, 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 yep. That's <laughs> what the X, the X in Twitter, it's just, it, it's just Gen X. <laughs> oh, my God. Can you imagine if that was the reason why they changed it? Stupid <gasps> name. Bro. It is. It is stupid. I'm never calling it that ever in my life. Um, okay. So the other the other so that we went so far off. I just malfunctioned. We went so far off from the streamer challenge. That was all the surface level drama with the servers and like, you know, people doing that. But then you start, you know what I mean? Then the rumors start flying. Like this guy's getting his friends to Q snipe him. And then they all just DC, so he's got a dead raid. You know what I mean? He just has eight dudes Q sniping him, and then they all just DC from the raid. Wait, was that, like, actually found to have happened? Or? I don't know. I don't care enough. I just, I care just enough to, like, when somebody says that in my chat, I just, I tuck it into the podcast folder in my brain, where I was like, ooh, drama we can talk about on the podcast. I genuinely don't care enough. I don't even know who that, that accusation was made against, honestly. But it was made, and people are mad, and the Reddit is a fuming. Um, <coughs> and then, uh, and then, dude. Uh, and then you, of course, of course, it wouldn't be Escape from Tarkov if, you know, cheating and cheaters didn't get involved. 
Because, I mean, literally, this is this was basically like an invitation to snipe streamers. You know what map they're going to be on. It's public servers. You know what I mean? You, you can find them. Um, at one point, Trey24K tweeted the, the like, card. Because there's, like, a leaderboard on the website. So you can see, like, where everybody is. The third. Oh, so they have a live, live yeah, leaderboard. Live leaderboard. The third place dude at the time was also selling a 200 pack of lead X's on the flea for 1.1 million USD. Dre just said, hmm. What the fuck? <laughs> and, uh, and apparently that person was disqualified from the tournament today. That was like two or three days ago. Trey tweeted that and then like apparently that person got disqualified. Uh, apparently somebody else um, somebody else that was in the top 10 got disqualified today as well. Like I don't I don't know why. I think there were like there were rumors of cheating or, or something. I uh, did. I don't know. It's just a cluster bro. It's a freaking cluster. <laughs> so I'll say this. I was worried I was going to get FOMO by not participating. <laughs> because it's so funny. <laughs> it's so funny now because it's like um And did you? Yeah, no. It's because at first people were like, "Dude, why didn't you why didn't you do the challenge? Why didn't you do the challenge? Why didn't you do the challenge first 3 days?" That was the question. And then today I got a bunch of, "Why did you drop out of the challenge?" I was like, "Dude, I didn't even drop out, dude." <laughs> like I just people are just assuming that I competed and then dropped out. I was like, "Dude, I didn't even it just, this is exactly why. I don't know. But, um, it's fascinating. I, yeah, I missed, I also missed out on tweeting that I quit. Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. I don't know. <laughs> so that's the streamer challenge. We'll see what happens. I hope they sanitize it up and, and, you know, I really hope whoever wins like deserves it, man. You know what I mean? Whoever can last nine days doing that and crushes it. I hope they deserve it. I hope their item is sick. Uh, and I hope, you know, it's not tainted by some of this other stuff. I am inter I will be interested to see 1,500 people start started. I would love to know how many people finish it. <laughs> like, I think we're probably close 11. to like, I think we're probably close to like 30% of quit, 40% of quit. Like, it's a lot of people quit. Um <coughs> Yeah, the dude was wins by default because he's the last. He's the only one participating Can on you day nine. Imagine? Dude, honestly though, it, that would be a cool way of doing it, where like there was like elimination. Yeah, that would and that would actually be an interesting way to sort of handle the whole. You get behind on points. Mm -hmm. Imagine if every day at the end of the day, like the bottom three got removed. And the points got reset. Yeah. 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 Um, I don't know. Um, some other stuff that happened. Uh, oh, we were talking about this earlier. We were talking about like balancing and like the pendulum swinging. You know, the reason people are like, oh, if you don't change the AI, it'll be Call of Duty. <laughs> so I play a lot of streets. And I farm a lot of, I don't really farm Kaban in the sense of like I go to streets to get his item, but like when Kaban is there, I enjoy fighting him. And I fought him a lot, dude. I've killed that dude probably like 50 times this wipe. 
all of a sudden they absolutely changed the AI for, for the whole Kaban situation. Like they absolutely changed it. And it just was like, it was just such a classic, like, oh, this isn't, this isn't fun anymore. Okay. I get it. <laughs> like they just, they did the exact same thing they did to Killa. But now, but Kaban has 11 guards and six sniper scavs that guard him. So it's just like super toxic. All of a sudden, all of his guards are like way more aggro. They will chase you way farther. And you can't basically like, I mean, for like two days, I was trying to like figure out what like what the new strat was to kill him. And I almost couldn't kill him because you don't have a magazine with a high enough capacity. Because he really has like six guards, but then there's always like five or six other AI scavs and they all assume the AI of a guard. So even though they're not a guard. So if yeah. you aggro them, like if you're in a, in one of the shipping containers, all of them will charge you. Like I died, I think, four times over the course of two days just reloading because I'm out of ammo. But you kill one and then another one comes in and you kill it. Another one comes in and you start reloading and another one comes in and you just start shooting at you. Like they just full aggro you. The sniper scavs are insane. And then instead of Kaban spawning in one of two places, um, he he can just be anywhere in the Lexos thing. So there was a few times where I killed a bunch of the guards and I rolled up and he's got Killa's reaction time. So I thought he was maybe over here to the right. He was to the left. I'm dead. <laughs> like there's there's no taunts. There's no anything. And he's just like standing, you know, over here this time. And so it was just funny because we were talking and we were like, man, this isn't fun anymore. And the people that they'd made this change for, which is most likely the people that were farming Killa, will, or farming Kaban, will still be able to farm him. It's just grenade spam. Like, you just need, instead yeah. of bringing two grenades now, you need to bring six. Because you need to throw one over here. If he's not over there, you throw one over there. If he's not over there, you throw it over there. And eventually, you'll you'll get it, and he'll run out at you, and you can kill him. But if you don't have six grenades, it's it's, you know, borderline impossible. Now, I was mulling about that for, like, uh, a while. But then it almost today felt like they reverted it. It was super weird. Well, we, we killed them, like, three times today. And it was, like, exactly like the old AI. None of them pushed. Kaban was in his normal spots. It was super weird. But for two full days, I was, my, I was playing solo most of the time. My entire mission was, like, I'm just going to try and learn the new AI and kill Kaban. And I pretty much couldn't do it. Uh, it was interesting. Um. <clears throat> But then they it looked you, you fell off. I felt dude, I, I suck. Yeah. Based and true. Um <laughs> and then the only other thing was there was an update today. There was four hours of downtime, and then there was no patch notes. It was like not even like a technical update. Not even a tweet, not even a technical update behind the scenes. They literally they were like, game game's going down, game is up. Those were the tweets. No patch notes, which was fascinating. I didn't really care but it was just fascinating that like oh i wonder what it was the only thing that people have been able to suss out where like i could do this yesterday and i can't do it today is um people were abusing the um i don't remember what it's called the price <coughs> the pricing adjustments of buying copies of the game in different parts of the world so, like, because of, like, income inequalities, I guess. Like, basically, if you bought the CIS, the, like, Russian region version of the game, it came out to, like, $18, United States dollars. And then you could just activate it in the U.S., and then you would have your copy of the game. Well, they they've, they region locked it. So you can't purchase those types of games unless you are in those regions. That's, gotcha. That started uh, circulating around. 
pretty quickly afterwards, which I didn't even know was a thing. I didn't know they had pricing adjustments for that. It probably explains a lot of the that it's funny because I didn't even know that to defend the whole like they ban the cheaters and then they make all the money. It's like who's buying full price copies of the game if you're cheating, if this is an option, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's always different prices for games. And I mean, most products, they just I guess I just, just didn't different. realize it was that extreme. Yeah, it, <laughs> it didn't realize it was extreme enough to warrant anybody going out of their way. to. Yeah. Yeah, no, and I'm definitely not people... saying that that was what the four hour downtime was like uh, the, the whole game doesn't need to go down for four hours to make that change. All I know is that yeah. that happens today as well. You know what I mean? So true and real. So that's this game, this lovely, fantastic game. It is, in fact, November and I am. Oh. <gasps> Oh my god, my birthday's tomorrow. Prage. <gasps> Literally just Happy birthday. Yeah, I'm All right, chat. Let's half, sing. Halfway to 40. Half. <laughs> that reminds me, have you seen all these clips? Like so many people are like, dude, kids born today are gonna see the year 3000. And everyone's like, whoa. Dude, I've seen so many clips. Like, whoa. And then somebody in the room's like, are you guys stupid? Someone whips out a TI-83. He's like, is that right? Yeah. <laughs> Yo, are you sure, man? Yeah. Um. So uh, what's going on with you? How's, uh, uh, yeah, I saw you playing Diablo. You've been working on the video. What's. Yeah, just been working on the on? video. I uh, It's two hours and 32 minutes long. Jesus. Uh, and um it's getting to the last kind of couple of sections where i can start to wrap it up i think it's going to be three hours um would you ever do like director's cuts of your videos on like your your patreon like i had to cut all this out because for time but i did all this research on this stuff so here's like slightly less produced four and a half hour version no, because I never cut things. Okay, understood. Understood. I guess if that was like, the it's, case, it's, it's that this long. video would be ninety minutes, and then you would have yep. the stuff. But no, it's two. Okay, okay, okay. Understood. Understood. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't usually cut much of anything. I feel like there was something that I that I did cut. Actually, so I I did do one thing, and it was. I don't know if it was like the Steam audio video. Mm. I, all I remember is that. I had a clip that was like, it was the Top Gear. No, no, it was the Tarkov going the wrong direction. Oh. Where, you know the Reliant Robin, the three-wheeled car? Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. The Jeremy Clarkson pulling around the corner and going like... Yeah. That whole thing. Which actually, you know what? I should fucking pull it up now. Uh, I have that uploaded on my... It's like private on my YouTube. Um, mm. Because it... And I'm glad I did this. This is the first time I ever actually went and uh, uploaded something beforehand in a small section to see if YouTube would hit me with a copyright. Oh, and they did. So I and well, I've that done means that a you can't times. play it because this is going on YouTube. <laughs> now, okay, here's the thing. Do you think? Do you think 
is their algorithm good enough to 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 detect a partially cut off like four of my YouTube streams have been demonetized <laughs> for like three seconds. I didn't realize X, Y, or Z. I... Damn, I guess you'll just have to fucking sub to my personal Patreon uh, if you want to see. No, but it was basically like how clumsy we feel like as PMCs moving with the weight system yes. was like the Jeremy, Jeremy Clarkson... <laughs> is driving the three-wheeled thing, and he's like, all right, we're going to take off in the Reliant, and he takes the first turn, and it just goes <laughs> on its side, rolls over, and then, like, a random passerby on the street just, like, rolls the car up, and then he just keeps, in mid-conversation, he goes to take a turn, and it just flips over and slides. Dude. And I had this whole thing, I had this whole thing where, actually, I even I even went so far as to, like, overlay the, um, the, like welcome to hell thing that's on the brick wall oh, yep. in, in customs i put on the brick wall because when he pulls out of the garage the first thing there's a brick wall there that i'm like that looks just like the one in customs so i like literally made it look like tarkov <laughs> um but yeah there was like a little segment there that was really good that i had to pull out um so but otherwise that was the only but yeah that was the only thing um, i guess that makes sense that makes sense but so you said it's two and a half hours long as of now and you're almost done with it yeah, I think I think it's gonna be three hours. <laughs> I'm gonna try to keep it under three. Um, yeah, I'm I so just excited. got I just got through talking about how uh, his second record. Well, so, okay, so the whole like intro part is talking about like who are the people, what's the controversy, yeah. what's the evidence, what are some of the counterclaims. Here's why those are wrong. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, the whole thing about him playing on an emulator and whatever is yeah. like that. The, that's the the basis of the accusations and his what he's been saying for so long. This is the Billy Mitchell, King of Kong. For those of you guys who don't know, uh, his whole thing this whole time has been I did these scores live in front of audiences at events. So. The video that you doing an analysis showing that I played on an emulator couldn't have happened because I played live. Well, the second <laughs> I'll say his the second of three controversial scores, uh, he did it at a mortgage brokers convention. It was an 80s themed mortgage brokers convention, which is why they hired him to, you know, Pac-Man, Donkey Kong Arcade, God, retro no. stuff. So he had a machine brought in uh you know an arcade machine they went through all this rigmarole he had two twin galaxies is like the official website that you know adjudicates mm -hmm. the scores and blah 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 it's like the the old school arcade speedrun.com yeah two two twin galaxies judges were there there were two witnesses that were like people women who worked at the mortgage brokers convention um who were there uh there's a guy who was a GameStop manager at the time who's the one that like installed the PCB board that was shipped straight from Nintendo so that it, they would know that it wasn't an yeah, uh, yeah. invalid board. All the stuff, he padlocked the whole thing. Um, and then there was a, a witness there that was like a mortgage broker guy that was a witness. And it's like all of these people all corroborate that I played in front of... There was thousands of people at this convention in and out all day long. Now... 
the score in order to like get a high score in Donkey Kong, it's like two hours and forty five minutes, basically. Damn, that's how long his his record tape is. It's like two thirty nine or something like that. Jeez. Um. Now here's the problem. Like you would think that all of those things I go through all. He has a two hundred and sixty or hundred and sixty five page evidence document that like him <laughs> or his son put together, and it's like. Damn. Everything is everything is spelled wrong. Half the oh. stuff's upside down. It's like the worst, and most embarrassing. Like, oh. and that's what he like brought to court. Anyway, so I went through every witness statement, and I'm like, okay, cool. Let's see what his. We already know that you know he played on an emulator because that's what all the evidence says. Yeah. Now let's go ahead and take a look at. <laughs> let's just humor him and say, okay, even though it doesn't matter, because like you know Barry Bonds. I, th- I think I mentioned this yes. before. Barry, like a million people saw Barry Bonds hit a gajillion home runs. So, and they would all testify to it in court. But the fact that the drug tests came <laughs> back and said that he was on fucking Balco and he did steroids, it 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 makes the witness testimony irrelevant. Yes, and that's effectively we have the digital equivalent of he failed the drug test. Yeah. So it doesn't matter if your buddies, but even then. <laughs> It still breaks down. One of the judges, Todd Rogers, is arguably the most infamous prolific cheater in retro video gaming history with hundreds of scores that were like that he entered into the database himself as high scores that were like 10 times what any of the second place records were that were like impossible scores. You know, like a game that only does points in multiples of five and his high score ended in like a seven. You know, it's like, there's no way to get that, you know, like ridiculous things like that. So great eyewitness um, testimony for sure. Well, he's the main judge. The second judge, his girlfriend. Of course. So and they both testified that the arcade cabinet was an unmodified arcade cabinet. Okay, cool. That like that's what's required. It needs to be a mm-hmm. stock original unmodified. One of his other um one of his other what do you call it? Uh witnesses. They were that was like the the mortgage broker dude. It turns out they went to high school together. Um, they're like literally opposite each other in the yearbook, which by itself, not a big deal. Yep. You know, it's like you you could say, okay, they're friends, but yeah, it's questionable, but it's still okay. Like, you know, <laughs> the problem is is that he was charged and convicted of multiple crimes, including conspiracy to commit securities fraud, unregistered brokerage activity, conspiracy money laundering, criminal contempt, you know, SEC, like violations multiple times, no pleading guilty deal. to a felony. So I'm sure he's a trustworthy guy. Trustworthy he said, guy. He said he was there, but he didn't see the score. He was just there when it happened. So it's like, it's not even that. It's not even, even if he was the pope right it yeah. still is like i was yeah, okay, just well, there <laughs> like I, I was standing there um a bunch of people all say that uh that there was like the tv was above the arcade cabinet so that because like if you're standing in front playing an arcade game people can't really see no, unless yeah. you're at, so they had a tv now that requires special cables and stuff coming out of the back especially going into the VCR, which is where the videotape was recorded to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The problem is, is that the GameStop manager that is the one that, according to all the people involved, said he's the guy who hooked everything up. He's like, there was no AV cables. I didn't hook up any of those things. I put the PCB board in, I locked it up, and there was a power cord. So there was nothing connected to the VCR. And then if you look at the photos, because some photos recently came up where him and Todd Rogers and everybody are standing in front of the, the arcade machine, there's no TV on top. 
and you can see it's got an aftermarket joystick mm-hmm. that Billy said himself in the in his testimony. I would never play on anything that wasn't a black joystick. I would never play it. I never yeah. absolutely wouldn't do it. I would walk away from it. It's always a black top joystick. Wouldn't do it. And they show him pictures and he's like, oh, <laughs> I don't I don't remember it. I don't I remember it being a black joystick. I remember, you know, and he's Have like, you heard of Photoshop? <laughs> I mean, he basically is like, unless it was modified in the picture and the, and the guy's like, OK, are you claiming that this was Photoshopped? He's like, no, 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 I wasn't. I wasn't saying that. Sure, you weren't. Oh, um, God, bro. It's like. So he's got all of this evidence that proves he did it live and all of it's trash and garbage. And then you have the tape that shows it was done on an emulator. That's like. Unreal. And that everything I just explained was like six minutes of my three hour. Oh, my God. And I'm just constantly going. But wait, (laughs) there's more. That's insane. It's real bad. I just can't imagine like. Isn't he tired? Isn't he tired of carrying this? You know what I mean? Just like. But I guess I'm thinking through a logical perspective, right? Yeah, no, no. I mean, it's this whole the last 40 years of this man's life has been dedicated to constructing. And this is my opinion. The myth (laughs) that he is a God tier greatest gamer of all time. He was the video game player of the century in 1999. He won amongst no other nominees given to him by his buddy who ran Twin Galaxies, you know, like who just decided uh, he was like, um, and the whole thing is just crumbling. And, and the irony is that it's all because of his lawsuit. Like he sued Twin Galaxies for yeah. taking his doors down. And then basically as a part of that, you need to, he, they countersued him for over six million dollars, uh, the totals are actually genius. So one of the things he claims is that he got a perfect Pac-Man score, which is three million three hundred thirty-three thousand three hundred sixty. So they're suing him for like two things, and the first number is three million three hundred thirty-three thousand three hundred sixty dollars for like this one thing, and then the other thing is the three scores, the Donkey Kong scores added together, which is like another three million and change, and that's how much they're suing him for for fraud. Yeah. Because Billy was a part of I don't I don't remember the details off the top of my head. So if you're playing if you're watching this in court now, I'm innocent. <laughs> um something along the lines of like he was a part of or at least a shareholder at one point of the company or whatever, but basically he was at least the figurehead yeah. of Twin Galaxies. Twin Galaxies. Like he was the poster child of this whole thing about how they're this premiere, whatever. So He's suing the current owners of Twin Galaxies now um, who bought the company for all this money. If all of the things that him and the owner of Twin Galaxies, the original owner, if they all effectively lied, Mm -hmm. well, then that inflated the value of the company that he paid for. I mean, it's effectively fraud, right? It's fraud. So they're suing him for fraud. And as a part of that, now he has to prove he did all the things he did. Which is like, oh, fuck. I can't just say my friends were there. Now he's going to have witness statements. That's and- fascinating. So, like, so much of this is just because he sued them. And then they yep. countersued, and then now he has to prove everything he's ever said. Like, the video game player of the century is the best It's the best part, too. Because it's the wildest story. He says he got it from Namco. Because okay. he went... 
Messiah Nakamura was the guy who like founded Namco or you know the father of Pac-Man or I forget exactly what his title was, but he handed him an award in '99 in Japan at like the Tokyo Game Show for. Well, actually, I can't say that he handed him an award. He was on stage with Nakamura to honor him for getting the perfect score in Pac-Man, and they um. Now, Billy came home, and you see him on stage and over for like a decade and a half. He'd always be carrying around. It's in the King of Kong, too. They're carrying around this plaque, okay, that's got like a Pac-Man on it, and it's got like a, you know, a, a, a brass thing. Mm-hmm. Now, all of the photos we have, if you zoom in on it and you read it, what it looks like, it looks like he took like a letter and brought it to like a trophy shop and had them like print the oh, like engrave yeah. the letter onto the little because it has like the address in the upper left hand corner and like it just looks like a letter like w- if you're gonna get a plaque yeah. for an award it doesn't have like your name and your address yep. in the upper left hand corner which is just so weird and it and it's congratulating him on getting that score and that's it it's congratulating him on his pac-man for like the 25th anniversary of pac-man yeah. or whatever he comes home Walter Day, the guy who owned Twin Galaxies at the time, gives him this cheap-ass fucking little certificate that's like video game player of the century. And he says, Masaya Nakamura gave me this trophy as the video game player of the century. And it's like, Billy, it doesn't say that. And he's been saying, yep, well, that, that's what happened. That's what happened. Um, until now... He has to prove it, and now his story is, oh, well, he gave me two trophies. One of them said this other thing, but the other one was video game player, and they're like, I can't find it. Do you have any photos? He can't find it. He doesn't know where it went. Oh, okay, never mind. I donated it to the International Video Game Hall of Fame, and they go, okay. Well, the fact of the matter is that Billy is a director of like the International Video Game Hall of Fame. One, he, which he denied under oath. But then when you go to the website and you talk to other people there, they're all like, yeah, he's been there since like 2009 or whatever. Um, but he needs to distance himself from the thing that he claims he donated it to them. They're like, we don't fucking have it. One of his little buddy soldier guys goes there, picks it up, to goes to pick up the trophy. You look at the trophy and it's clearly fabricated. Yeah. It's fake. You just... It's just not real. So now it's like he can't. It's not just lying anymore for clout. It's fucking perjury. Yeah. Yep. Dude. <laughs> Unreal. It's the, wildest, it's the wildest fucking oh, story. It's just like it's like stressful. It's stressful to just like. Someone just said in chat he should stream some Pac-Man. I would watch. I mean, he streams Donkey Kong. He's on Twitch every now and then. Does he no, really? Nobody, Nobody really watches him. Yeah, his son like forces him to basically stream. Um, that's a whole other fucking story. His son's a part of the whole shebang. That's awful. Billy Billy Junior is a real interesting. He interesting streams fella. on Twitch. That's insane. Yeah, but I think his name Billy Pacman. I forget what his name is. Billy Mitchell. No, it's just Billy underscore Mitchell. He last streamed. Oh wait, has he not streamed recently? Recent highlights and uploads. Wait, where past broadcasts? Are they all gone? Did he delete them? Wait, last time I checked, there were some there. 
I don't know. Maybe they're gone. Maybe not. Maybe he hasn't streamed recently. I, I might be out of my mind. Dude. <laughs> out of control. Out oh my god. Of control. The one last thing, because I just found it yesterday. And it blew it blew my mind, dude. In an interview, and this is the kind of thing that he says every time he talks. Every time he talks, he says something like this. He said recently, he's constantly getting because in the King of Kong, there's a whole thing about him always saying that he does stuff live and how that's what you're supposed to do, while the other guy, who is like his competitor, is actually coming to these events going, Billy, where are you? And Billy's at home, and Billy submits a tape that gets the record. Oof. And he says, I've never submitted tapes. It's always been live. So it's like the complete other opposite, yeah, right? Yeah. So he's, he's so self-conscious that he always has to defend that. Well, in this interview, he basically said... You know, I've been streaming on Twitch. I do all these things. I got I got these scores on Twitch, all this stuff. And you know what I didn't know? And it was kind of crazy to me. I didn't realize that that none of these speedrunner, none of these competitive gamers, they all just upload their videos to Twitch. And I've always done it live. And you know what? I'm really proud to say that like like he's changed the landscape of Twitch that now people are doing it live on Twitch. And like thanks to me. And he's proud to say that. And that was like three years ago. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Like, it's not even like... That's... Dude. It's not even I stole the million dollars from the baby charity. It's I donated $10 million. It's like the complete opposite. Cranked up to 10. Like, what do you mean? Dude. I didn't I didn't know all these other people did this thing. I'm glad that they're now doing it because I was doing it from the beginning. Oh, my God. Dude, his Twitch. Hello, I'm Billy Mitchell, video game player of the century. <laughs> Dude, that is just unreal. That is just unreal. God's gift to society. Holy Christ. That's wild. What a man. When yo, someone someone's pointed out, if you look at pictures of him, um, and you'll you'll never be able to unsee it. Um they've they've done two things. They've either said that his hair looks like a hoodie and I'm going to pull up a picture and it's going to make sense. Okay. Shortly. <laughs> or that his hair looks like, like Lego hair. <laughs> Cause it's yeah. just like, it's like out here, but it doesn't move. So it literally looks yes. like Lego hair. Um, but when, when they pointed, when they pointed out that it looked like a hoodie, um, it's just, it's impossible to unsee. Let me fucking, oh my god. Every picture now, you have to squint a little bit. But like, <laughs> tell me, tell me it doesn't look that, like a hoodie, dude. That looks like a hoodie. I don't even have to squint. That looks like he just... Now whenever I see him, I just, I picture that he's he's just rocking a hoddy, which Bro. makes him look way more, honestly, it makes him look way cooler. Way cooler. Like, way you more know, like, sinister. Um, yeah, like Breaking Bad. What the fuck's his name? Uh, Heisenberg. White. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. He looks like Heisenberg with a hoodie on. Dude. Billy. Oh, Billy. Hoodie Mitchell. Hoodie Mitchell. That's insane. Well, I'm excited for the video to come out. Excited to watch it. Crazy. Yeah, it's just still got some legal stuff to sort out, but... Understandable. Yep. Trying to, trying to keep myself from from getting sued 
That's a smart thing to do. Which, honestly, what it means is that I, I'm currently spending probably three times what I'll make on the video before I make the video to prevent myself from getting sued. Because you know, lawyers are like, you know, $500 an hour. Yeah. And, you know, every time I have a couple of questions, it's a two-hour phone call. So, you know, fuck me. But Damn. I, I don't know. I, I wonder, dude, like, like if I were to get sued for a bunch of money, like, I, I, no, I, nobody, I don't think anybody would care if I, like, went and crowd, tried to crowdfund, like, money to help like support the fucking legal fees or whatever i just i don't i just don't know like part of me is like i've got that to fall back on like my life won't be fucking ruined by this yeah but at the same time i'm like i also don't know i mean you're (laughs) if that would be like enough i mean like i could win a lawsuit and still pay two hundred thousand dollars yeah it's it's scuffed all for a video you know so i mean so you're doing it right by trying to preemptively but here's the downside though he there there's a chance that he never would have sued me ever for sure so because he's a fucking bully and a tyrant yeah i i need to lose five thousand dollars on this video yeah because i want to tell a story and entertain people it's so fucking painful yep it is Ugh. yeah Yuck. Yuck. Anyway. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> Did you add this event thing? Oh, yeah. I was actually going to ask you. Uh, I told you about the thing that was like in December oh, that was possibly yeah. going to be. So I ended up re- responding back with like effectively an offer. Yeah. Um, I don't think it had to do with the offer. Because it, they would have countered. I think they would have countered. Yeah. Um, but they basically like change of plans. Like no longer a thing. Aww. And I wonder. I never signed an NDA. It was just a couple of emails back and forth. So like. Can I talk about it? I don't even I know. Feel I feel mean, like I'm yeah. Sure, I'm sure I can. Um, well okay. I'm, I'll just fucking say it right. Like they're, they're, I didn't sign anything. So it's not yeah. like I can't talk about. Originally what. I had been reached out to by a third-party company, and I don't know whose behalf it was on, yeah. but there was an event, uh, DreamHack Hanover in Germany in December. I think, I'm guessing based on the timing, I thought that there was going to be, like, I don't know, maybe there's, like, an arena thing, or, yeah. you know, I don't know, but but basically, I think BSG is going to be there, Yeah, and I got asked to basically do, like, a kind of like a mini concert i was kind of going to be like opening for an event at least was yeah. how it was okay and and i like literally spent a while like working on like some backing tracks because i was gonna basically i was gonna play but at least my my plan was and what i kind of proposed was um to play three songs uh from the the fucking tarkov ost oh yeah because you've covered so it was, a bunch it was of gonna them, yeah. be like a medley of prepare to escape rules of engagement and denial um and i had all the stems from the covers that i did before Dude. and started to make like a backing track for the whole thing it would have been probably like six or seven minutes you know and i was all 
I was nervous as fuck because I, you know, like yeah, it's so I would have been in front though. of a bunch of people and it was stressing me the hell out. Uh, but yeah, they basically said, yeah, change your plans. I think they have oh, different idea for what they want to do. So I'm like kind of disappointed. While at the same time, kind of a little relieved. relieved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get I, that. I, I don't. I didn't like. I wanted to do it, but I didn't want to do it. I'm. The, I hate committing to things. I get that. I get. That. It's like the pressure of when you have like homework. Like I don't. I you know. I don't want to commit to anything anymore that I don't fucking have to. Yep. I feel um, that. But at the same but time, I also it's like not going to say no. Yeah, because it would have been sick to like go to Germany and do freaking dream hack and. Yeah, just to play guitar. It was funny because I recently went to a Queen concert. I took my dad, my sister, oh, yeah. and my other sister. Um, and I remember my sister was like, "Haven't you ever thought about being like on stage?" And I'm like, "Fuck that! Like it's so stressful. Yeah. You know, like it's totally different. I'd rather like play for a hundred thousand people during Twitch drops in my basement. Yeah, you know, and like there's no pressure there whatsoever. Yeah. Um, but at this, I I would have felt I would have regretted it my whole fucking life if I had said no. So I'm. I'm glad I didn't say no. They gave me like I got yep. out without having to regret anything. <laughs> yep, so it's like yep, okay. Yep. Yep. There you go. There you go. It worked out. <sighs> but yeah, that's what I had alluded to. I think we I talked about We talked like, about that last week, yeah. Yeah. Well, man. Worked out, but didn't work out. A little bit of both. Indeed. <clears throat> um the only other thing I really have was, uh, did you see, like, did anybody throw in your chat, like, the trailer for that new game coming out called Gray Zone Warfare, I think is what it's called? Gray Zone Warfare. Yeah. Oh, God, I got jump scared by Billy Zoom in. Billy! The fucking hoodie. Billy Gray Hoodie Man. Gray Zone Warfare. By Madfinger Games. Dude, I, I I typed it into YouTube and it like didn't even like like auto complete it as a is it like brand new? Yeah, <laughs> like I mean brand, brand new. Just like it a like few didn't days even ago. like auto complete. Um, okay, we've got a okay that okay. I hate to say it, but like first impression is that's some like PlayStation Two, like yeah. Tony Hawk face. Oh, the face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah, face, yeah. Not, again, not that I really fucking care. Like, no, I, yeah. I wouldn't, it wouldn't matter at all. <laughs> but I just noticed it and I'm like, oh shit, Tony Hawk that face. Like a, Tony Hawk character. No, it's interesting. I mean, like, I have no idea. Basically, it's supposed to be... So, it's supposed to be the game we've talked about. It looks sick so far. Open world, Unreal Engine 5. Ooh, that looks nice. Daisy plus Tarkov. Wait, really? Yeah. Like... That's a clean little... Yeah, PvP, PvE, open world, quests, traders... You know, advanced uh, weapon modding, advanced medical system. Oh, the gun! F- the, yeah, the fucking dude. Honestly, that looks like nice, like a nice realistic yeah recoil system. Yeah, that isn't like AIDS. Yep. God, every every fucking game now has to have like we open up the fucking yeah. Capri Sun <laughs> with your hands. Honestly, they yeah. need to have a Capri Sun, and they, they need to put it the the straw in the bottom of the pouch, like I still do to this day. Oh my god! Yeah, I refuse to put it in the top because I mean, you I can't not drink a Capri Sun in two sips. Yeah, um, yeah. but I, I put it in the bottom, dude. That's how Giga Chad's open a fucking yeah. Capri Sun. 
But uh, it, honestly, it looks rad. Yeah, dude. I mean, it like they literally came out of nowhere. They dropped the trailer for this, and uh, yeah, supposed to be. <laughs> a few people got some like press materials for it. Um, but yeah, man. I mean, like I've said a million times, dude, that I want like I want open world. I want I want like Daisy plus Tarkov, and this is apparently very inspired by. It's crazy. Crazy. Yep. Um, <laughs> but uh, it looks pretty sick and uh, built on Unreal. We have no real uh, like information about servers, how they work, how big they are. Um, you know, nothing. But the trailer dropped and it made some made some waves. It looks pretty sick. I wonder if one day they'll, they'll make <sighs> it. They'll make it so that you're not inserting the stock of the gun in your Adam's apple. I don't know. I, I don't know how else you would do it. Like, I don't know how to make it. But yeah, because like, the only other way, because you tilt your head, you know what I mean? But like when I tilt I, my I want... head, it doesn't tilt my perspective of the world. I don't know. I, 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 I'm so glad I'm like not on camera right now. Like, my <laughs> dude, head's like I'm, to the I'm side. Like... I'm like, like... <laughs> but uh, dude, honestly, like, this is yeah it's so it's satisfying because it's like dude, i love it's controllable yeah. fucking <laughs> recoil and dude. i love that feedback of it coming tarkov has Word no feedback face. of it coming towards you tarkov's feedback is only vertical and i love that because that's what would happen if i'm actually shouldering a rifle and i'm shooting it's coming towards me with each shot it's not just going straight up in a freaking vertical line so I think that's a I think that's a really cool way to simulate recoil without it being AIDS. I have a video of one of us shooting full auto. I think this is you. Maybe. Mobile? Airwing did like all of these videos in fucking. Oh yeah, yeah. It's like, <laughs> and then it's like thirty seconds of nothing before you start shooting. Yep. Oh my god, this is a perfect fucking example. Okay, this is. I think this is you. Wait, I can't tell now. <laughs> I think this is you. Doesn't matter. Yeah, that's me. Oh, this is the MCX. But yeah, this is an MCX, which honestly, this had like the this had the most recoil the, yeah. of any of the guns. Yeah, yeah. And and watch and watch what happens. It goes up a little yeah, bit, but, but it the comes whole back. Thing, toward, the whole yeah. thing goes up. It goes like this, like this. Yeah, and it's and the vertical this, is not this exactly from the gun. It's pushing me backwards, and because I'm pushing backwards, but my feet are staying still. It's going up. Yeah. But I mean, look at the muzzle, dude. Yeah. Okay. Okay, though. No, like for real. Like, look at the muzzle. <laughs> yep. Like, what, like, what the fuck? It, 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 it like almost doesn't move. Yeah. I'm putting my cursor where it is. Like where the fucking... And in just a few shots, I'm able. I'm a very unskilled shooter is able to basically bring it back down. You know. And and this was when we shot AK. 
M4. Oh, yeah. Um, and the G36. Uh, oh, the, in the G36, okay, now we didn't, there was the fully auto shotgun. Yeah, there was the fully auto I shotgun. I didn't include that. That was the equivalent of if, like, someone were to full sprint as fast as they could, <laughs> jump, and, like, like you know how you do, like, the, the kick where you, yeah. you do, like, like that? <laughs> if they did that into your shoulder, it was like, ah, ah. Dude, yeah. My yeah. shoulder was yellow for, like, three days. Yep. Yep. Um, is that a drop? Yeah, drop kick. Yeah, I couldn't remember the fucking. But yeah, dude. So uh, that uh, that um. Oh, and then Jay Baby, he's got it. He's got it mounted on the table, and like. Yep. There's like it's like barely anything. Yep. Like and then the recoil pops it up, but by the time Dude, the next bullet coming out, by the time out, it's back. the next bullet, like if we watch this in full speed, you wouldn't even see any of that. Isn't that crazy? The it's, recoil it's resets bang. so quickly. Yeah, it's, it's it's literally going bang every single time it touches the cursor. Yep. Yep. So the gray zone thing looked pretty cool because it felt more <coughs> viscerally a real uh, recoiling like back towards me and as opposed to straight up. So, but yeah, but so that, that was it. It was just like, it was cool. New game has a trailer. So like, you know, so many cool games have trailers and then fall by the wayside. Right. So I'm not like, this is the Tarkov killer, but the uh, next one's going to have big booty girl running through the oh city. Oh my ready God, bro. December 7th is when that game a finally day that will live in infamy. Yes, dude. Wait, is that when it comes out? Did I make yeah. that joke last time? Did I make the, the day that will live in infamy joke? No, I don't think so. Maybe. It's coming out on December 7th. It will be another day that will live in infamy. Another you know day. That, you know that line, right? No. Pearl Harbor. Okay, I mean, I've seen Pearl Harbor, but like... In... No, not like the movie. Oh. Like it, it was fucking Roosevelt said in front of Congress, like the opening lines was like December seventh, nineteen forty one, a day that will live in infamy. Cool. You never heard that line? I mean, yeah, sure. Nineteen forty one, fifty years before I'm born. I'm sorry, I don't know all of the congressional speeches. I actually don't know. I don't think that was Congress. I, I don't remember when it was said. I don't I don't believe a single one of you Twitch chatters right now saying, oh, Jesse. I don't believe a single one of you has that speech memorized. Freaking. Okay, it was it was the Congress. Whew. That's well, every time I hear December 7th, I you can't not here, a day that will live in infamy. Well, another day that will live in infamy is the release of the day before on its 17th, 17th release day. This is surely the one, boys. Surely. You just copy-pasted that from Wikipedia. Don't even give me that. That you're we actually the people of the United yeah, States dude, of America no, in order you, to form a more perfect union, establish justice, domestic tranquility. That. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. 
That kingdom come. Jingle bells, jingle bells. Jingle all the way. <laughs> jingle bell rock. Jingle bells, fun and jingle bells jingle done. Bells, I don't know. Batman smells them. Robin laid an egg. Oh my god, wait, what's the well, rest what's of that? What's the rest of it? Jingle bells, bells, Batman smells Robin bell, laid Robin an, egg. an egg. Mr. Freeze cut the cheese. And Joker. And I want to be an astronaut. <laughs> <laughs> Full circle. Full circle, baby. No, it took me a second. <laughs> Eleven of you will get that reference because, yeah, and, and all the rest was of you. Here at the beginning. You've been diagnosed with ADHD. <laughs> if you've made it this far in the video, the secret keyword is astronaut. That's how we know you're a real one. Type it in the comments below. Wow. Uh, yeah, Batmobile lost a wheel. Uh, thank you guys for hanging. This was a good one. This was a this was a bussing podcast much tea was spilled veritas knows what that means and uh i actually don't is it refer to tea the drink yeah like you're spilling it like people now everyone can see it you know this thing that was just for so if, you if i were to type it out do i have to type like the tea like t-e-a yeah it's not just the yeah one my wait. tea levels are low <laughs> One theory is that the T is an acronym for truth. Excuse me? How How is it an acronym for a, a one word? <laughs> the T in T is an acronym for truth. I don't think later.com is a reliable source. Um. Anyways, <laughs> thank you guys for hanging. Oh, this is so much fun. But uh, yeah, uh... If you want more of this, if you want to support us more, if you want more content, if you want early access to episodes, all sorts of stuff, patreon.com slash the podcast pod. This will go live tomorrow for all the uh, Patreon peoples, and it will go live on Monday. If you missed a part of it, come check that out on Monday. You guys are the best. Thank you for hanging, and we'll definitely see you all in the next one. Toodles. <laughs>